Hello, hello, hello again. Welcome to Vibing with Jules, where we explore the world of entrepreneurship. Today, we are going to be talking about entrepreneurship and leadership combined. And we're going to talk about the fears and we're going to explore that world. My guest today is um, an amazing woman, beautiful too. She is a pillar in the community and um, I've had the pleasure of working with her and doing some projects and it's such an honor having her today. Well known as Adoyan, I will allow her to introduce herself. Thank you, Jules, for bringing me on this show. <laughs> of course, my name is Adi Motara, and I'm the founder of Adoya. And it's just a pleasure to be here, really. Um, no long bios. Um, let's... Um, the let the conversation tell the bio. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is gonna be fun! So, all right, let's start it from there. So, when did you discover entrepreneurship in yourself? Hmm, that's a good question. When did I discover entrepreneurship in myself? I think from a very young age. Um, so I went to the boarding school, and you know how it is when you're when you're in school. Boarding school from um, like grade. Let me see, GSS one. It's called junior secondary school back home. So GSS1 is like grade seven. Yes. Right? So between grade seven and grade 12, I was in a burden school. And um, I, would I would wear, I would, I would take undies to school. And my, my, my colleagues, you know, girls will still, they're like, I mean, my schoolmates in the girls will still, they'll be like, oh, I really like your bra. I really like your pants. Uh, and I'm like, I, I could get them because we used to do all this shopping ourselves. My mom mm -hmm. would just take all of us to the market. So I started taking them to school and selling them to my friends. Also, I used to have very nice frames and I used to get them myself. Like my parents, oh, and, wow. and I really love that style of parenting. My parents would just say, you know what? Yeah, so that's the shop. Go there and get what you want, you know. And then I would just, <laughs> I would just get what I want. And... um I started taking frames to school to sell to my glasses frames, like, um, yeah, frames. And then they would just put their own prescription on it. So I, I just started doing things like that. I started putting some money on, like, some um, profits, some money on the cost price, right? And and, I, and I'll make money. And, and basically, that was how the entrepreneurship um, spirit in me, like, came alive, like, from that young age. And I remember in university, um, I've always had this thing for makeup. I don't know where it came from. And I'm saying I don't know where it came from because um, I wasn't that kind of child that was just like into beauty, beauty, beauty and nothing, right? I was doing really well with my studies, math, physics, best in math, best in physics, best. So it didn't, it didn't actually make sense, but I loved <laughs> it. I loved like a red lipstick. I would go to my mom's vanity case, you know, and use a red lipstick. I just loved the confidence that came with makeup. And I loved my mom wearing makeup. So um, back in school, when I, I did um, year three, Going to year four, um, I did a, there was this internship that we used to do as, because I, I studied engineering. So year three to year four, there was this internship we used to do. So I was in a company for about six months. And I don't know how it happened, but the man in charge of me, the um, my my supervisor, I was doing a training with him, an IT training, and he was also my supervisor. 
for some reason, I just used to see all of these Mary Kay cosmetics with him. Wow. So one day I said, what are you doing with all these Mary Kay cosmetics? I remember I was just like about 18, 19 then. What are you doing with all of these cosmetics? I didn't even know what Mary Kay was then. And then he said, oh, my sister in Switzerland usually sends them and she tells me to sell them. I don't even know how to sell them. I said, what? I can sell them for you. <laughs> oh my God. Like that was the highlight of my internship. Wow. And then I would carry, so he gave me all of those, you know, stock. I would carry all of those things. I would go to the banks. Yeah, so I started, so I started thinking, how am I going to sell this product, right? And I had friends in the bank, like my sisters were already working in banks. So I had contact and I know that bankers had money. Mm -hmm. So I would just, once I know one person, maybe my sister's friend or my sister, anyone, if I know one person in the bank, I would just make an appointment. Can I come after hours like 4 p.m. when you guys are done? Nice. Just, and then I would go sell makeup and skincare to all the people. I went to all banks, back, like back home, we had maybe like 10 to 12 different types of ba ba banks and different branches. And I sold millions in Naira as at 2005, 2006. I sold 2005, actually. I sold millions in Naira. And this, this uh, Mary Kay supervisor or director in Switzerland actually wanted to meet me. Oh, like, wow. Who is this person making serious sales for me? You know, and at that point, I knew there was something. It was natural. Nobody told me anything. I just knew how to sell it. That's amazing. Yeah, thank it's you. It's one of the greatest discoveries because some journeys, you know, you discover it through just an opportunity come. Yeah, and some people, it's through ideas. Yours just got, it just got, it, it just bloomed for you. Like, I love sales. Sales is the easiest thing for me to do. Oh my goodness. I, I don't like it. <laughs> it is the, to me, it, as an entrepreneur, I have been told, Jules, you're a terrible saleswoman. <laughs> I am so thankful that God has blessed me with a talent that speaks for itself. I, I am, I have had to learn to do it. And I think we all need to discover our strength, right? I do have staff that I know are better skilled than me when it comes to makeup artistry. But I want to sell. <laughs> I just want to sell. Not in a salesy way, but like I'm looking at you and I'm like, how can I add value to your life? I like Right? That. And that's how I see sales. I'm not selling because I just want to collect your money. Mm -hmm. I know that there's a value I need to add to your life and that you need to return the value as well. So you paying me is you returning the value and then I just add the value to your life. So I, I love to sell. And that is entrepreneurship yeah. right there. Yeah. For a lot of the upcoming or hopeful entrepreneurs that are just in that stage of their life, what would you want to say to them? So for me, why do you want to go into entrepreneurship? You need to like try and understand why, because that is going to really drive you. I remember when I wanted to start entrepreneurship full time, I knew I had it in me, but I just wasn't sure it was going to be financially sustainable. I know when you have options, mm -hmm. like I had I, I had, um, I was very lucky with, with jobs, with very good corporate jobs. Um, and it goes back to me being able to sell myself. I could sell myself easily. There was no interview I went for that I didn't get the job. I got lots of offers at the same time, usually all the time. And so it was, it was a tough getting into this entrepreneurship journey because I'm like, 
am I sure I'm going to have financial sustainability in in the in the industry I want to go into beauty? So I'm like, is it that you're high up there, like the Mary Kays, Bobby Browns, Estee Lauders, or you're just trying to find your feet, True. right? And I'm like, I'm not. I wasn't really sure to be honest when I started um, Adonia full time. So I had started it on the side, 2014. I wasn't even in Canada. I was in the UK, 2014. And people really loved the energy I brought into it. I got lots of clients. Getting clients is not even the issue. Got lots of clients, you know, had lots of ideas. I partnered with a photographer then. So we're doing photo shoots for people. We're selling packages. And, you know, that was how it started. And by the time we were relocating here in 2015, I... I thought, you know what, the way with the way it was going, people were already saying, oh, Doreen, we know you're leaving for Canada, but can, can we still have an Adonia here? That was in Aberdeen. And in my mind, I'm like, I would love that, but I'm not there yet. Like we just literally, I just literally started like a year ago, 2014. And we're leaving in 2015 and people were already saying, oh, you know, you can have, you can license somebody, you can train someone, license them to work under the Adonia brand. And I'm like, well, I, I, I'm not there yet. That is the future, but I'm not there yet. Right. So people already, it, it was so, the, it, it, the energy was a lot, not just from me, but even from my clients. A lot of them really said, oh my God, when you just gave us a taste of this and you're leaving. And then when we got here, I told my husband, I said, I want to try this entrepreneurship thing for at least two years. Focus, put all my focus in it. If it doesn't work out, it's not that deep. I'm going to go back to it. Oh, it worked out. <laughs> Congratulations right? on how far you've come. Thank you. One of the, you know, just getting through that journey is when you start to build and you start to grow leadership. So when you're starting, there's something like when you met that gentleman and he started, you know, trusting you with those products to go sell, he was your leader. Mm. But then how do you, as an entrepreneur, mm. when did you realize that you had leadership skills mm. that you wanted to then be the one who was mentoring others, employing others? When did you recognize that in yourself? Wow. That's powerful. So leadership, I wish I put a word to to it. Like I wish I understood that everything I had been doing almost all my life was leadership, right? So I'm someone that even from when I was young, so I'm the third of five children. Now my two younger ones sees, they see me as the first of a second generation, right? And I remember as far back as when I was in elementary school, my parents would say, you're so responsible. The way you look after your, your younger ones. We had house helps and things like that, but I never depended on them for anything. I would get home, get my younger ones, their uniforms, and I would ensure it's washed. It's like I just took sole responsibility of my younger ones. I felt they were my responsibility. In school, they would come to me if somebody bullies them and I would go, you know, fight for them. And Whoa. Like, yeah, like I was that sister they could come on and then we all went to boarding school same thing I was just that mother hen and I remember even in 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 high school the proprietor of the school would would come and go he would just go who's responsible and just go doing Afolabi you know he would just call my name and that was my uh, my name uh, my father's name Afolabi he would call my name and go okay I need you to do this I need you to do that so 
all of those things were preparing me for leadership. Yes. I, and I, I didn't know. I just thought, you, you, get, you get it done. This has to be done. You get it done. I didn't wait for anyone. I just got things done. And I also knew how to mobilize people. I knew how to talk to people, to share a vision, and then mobilize people. Also, if I knew something, I would teach it. So I was always this mentor, right? Even wow. right from school, people in my grade will, I would, Put, bring them together and teach them maybe a, a difficult subject in class. You know, at a time like prep time or a time when people are supposed to be playing. I'll just go, there's a tutorial at this time. <laughs> you guys come around. So that was just me. I didn't know that was leadership, right? Also, when I started working, I discovered that beyond what was in the job description, I would go meet my manager. Do you need help with anything? Like, I don't know if you've... So in, in the oil and gas industry, then when I was there, I felt that they were paying me for 37.5 hours. But the job I was doing, I could finish it in one day. I so have... it didn't make sense. I'm like, there's more. What, what can I do? So I would go meet my manager. What can I do? So I started helping him to train... Um, um, new intakes, like graduates, mm -hmm. graduates. I set up a program for them. You know, just things to just that. I just wanted to be to add value and to be fully utilized. I wanted to maximize my potential, but I didn't even know it was leadership. You did not. You did not wait. No. Or, and you did not just depend on the title that was, you know, allocated to you. Thank you. You know, you just look around and you see what needs to be done. That's the problem. A need that's met and needs that need to be extended. Right. And you just jump in and say, hey, I know I'm not getting paid for this, but I don't mind doing this. I can do it. And that, that was always, nothing. and that's that's the great thing about just qualities like that. Yeah. Because some people believe, oh, I'm not the boss. I ain't doing that. It, I know then it's add value to yourself because it also promotes you as an individual. Absolutely. It teaches you to outgrow that space. Yeah. You can also have self-promotion. Thank you. And then just move. And those around you will see it. Yes, it will create competition. Yes, it will create, you know, animosity. But guess what? You when at some point, somebody will look and say, you don't belong here. You need to be this place. Outgrow your spaces. Absolutely. You know? So, so I discover that that's just who I am. And I see that in my kids as well. Right? I, <laughs> I'm just like, get it done. I like, like that. You, you do it. You, okay, you, you're saying you want to do extracurricular activities. You want to be in soccer. You want to do competitive soccer three times. You are in charge of your schedule. I'm not going to be running after you. You pack your water bottle. You, you, do, you do everything you need to do. My only job is to take you there because you're not driving. I right? Like that. And they're so responsible. So um, maybe their coach might go, oh, parents, do this. He's, he's on the email. It's your responsibility to check the email. I like yeah, 13. that. Even before I was 13, I'm like, that's your responsibility. So when they say parents, make sure you pack water, he's, he's just like, is that even a joke or what? Like, <laughs> why, why will my parent pack my water? It, it, it doesn't make this. sense, right? So um, that's, that's also my style of parenting. From when they're young, whatever I feel they can do, I let them do it. They let need them to. Do, let them make their mistakes. Let them do it. Um, and with, with my business... Leadership came naturally to me, and I always tell my staff that you are all leaders. They ask me questions at times, and I'm like, what do you think? Thank you. I'm not going to think for you. No. That's it. And, I, and I, I've seen my staff really grow. 
So I I have a staff that I guess from their um I think it's a cultural thing where your boss is your GM and you know they kind of look you in the eye and all of that and I'm like can you just call me my name don't call me any GM and you know it took a while but I've seen her confidence blossom because you're saying to her you can be independent thank you your mind is so don't you can ask think for me yourself for everything yes where should I put it what do you think self sufficiency what do you think thank you and one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is every one of us we have qualities in us even though we're not meant to be certain aspects of leaders because being a leader doesn't mean that you're the boss mm-hmm. being a leader doesn't mean you get to be a prime minister leadership is responsibility thank you mm-hmm. responsibility for yourself mm-hmm. this is this is what you you're supposed to do today yeah. take it make it as magnanimous as you could in that moment Absolutely. you know yeah. and outshine yourself yeah. hey i just had an idea let me try this if you need consent to do it that's okay but Absolutely. explore yourself yeah. explore your mind yeah. you know blow their minds yeah. you know that's it and that's the thing it. is i i think it's fear it's one of the thing what we want to talk about now it's it's fear fear is such a crippling factor you know and somebody listening right now would be saying oh she has no fear she don't know what it's like yes you do <laughs> of course everyone has everyone fear. has fear but it's to make that determination and make that step in spite of the fear absolutely what has been your greatest fear in your entrepreneurship with leadership what is what would be your crippling factor that you had to get over Okay so I think the big the biggest fear for me was when I I realized that I was going to be committing time and money into this business now knowing that I had options so this fear came gripping at me um just as I was about to open my first store and i'm like doing are you sure you're not wasting money and time in the next 5 years are you sure you're not going to look back and say why did i leave such a thriving career for this you know and then that fear came again like you don't even look like the people that succeed in this business here you are with your product line who knows who knows you who cares right all of those words and i started then i i, I read uh, mary kay's book i started to really research on bobby brown's story you know just females i was looking more at women and how they built their beauty empires and and i just came crippling with fear that all of these women that are even successful in this environment do not look like you now i have mentors back home but but then that fear came again that is back home you have a huge network mm-hmm. you have people that once they hear you're doing something it, it wasn't like i didn't even i didn't even understand marketing before cuz i'd been doing makeup from when i was back home there was no marketing my sisters friends all of them as they're getting married i do their makeup there you go so it wasn't so every, almost every weekend i was booked i wasn't marketing myself i just tell people i do makeup and it and went then, and then that's it You know so now starting something in a different environment I had never really done this before I took pride in the fact that oh yeah I worked as I worked as up to seven I work at Africa <laughs> Solutions I work in these you know prestigious companies and it was it was so good and then this was me making that decision for myself yep. even my husband wasn't sure I was like okay yeah let's that's what you want 
And I just, you know, went right in with all of those fears. But as I had that fear, there was something in me that told me, you can do it. You can do it. And that was just what, so one of my favorite words and or sentences or prayers is, God help me. Like, it seems to the world like I know what I'm doing, but I really don't know what I'm doing. God, it's you that is just breathing the ideas, breathing the inspiration, breathing everything on me. And then by the time, so what, so what helped with, with the fear to start to overcome the fear, not that the fear still doesn't come, is you start to gain confidence when you've achieved some things right? So you're like, you did this. That means you can do this. That's you right. did this. That means you can do this. So for every step of success, it starts to really build your confidence, you know? So, and, and, and really that, that was, that was how I started. And I really also, I think also having a vision also helps you like having a clear vision, like, okay, this is what I want to do because there's nothing more overwhelming than lack of clarity. True. You don't know where you're going. You don't know if you want to stock your products in Sephora or you need to know because everything requires a pathway, right? And those pathways takes time. That's right. Time and focus. So you can end up spending a whole year doing something that doesn't even align with your vision. Mm -hmm. People come to me all the time. Why are products not on Amazon? They are not for Amazon. That's correct. Why are, why are you not in Sephora? I don't want to be there. You know what your vision right? is. And it's very easy to be confused because somebody will come, a business consultant will come and tell you, mm -hmm. you know, you could be making millions. Why are you not... I'm like, well, but that, that is not the path that I see. And it's one of the things that I have been diverted in my first business that I lost. I know that by experience because I had a vision. It was a clear vision, but I was the only one with it. Mm. And so when all the noises and the voices around you is telling you mm. what you want to do isn't okay mm. and you give in to that, you will fail because you gave up on your vision. Your personal vision that it wasn't like a board meeting. No, it's not. It's between you and God. That's it. <laughs> but I didn't have the faith. I didn't have the confidence for me to say, you know what? No matter what you all say, I know what I'm about. Mm. But I decided to start again mm. and stick to that vision. And she lives. Not because... I listened to anybody, but I realized, I said, okay, God, you told me that I have to trust you because you give me a vision. So I'm going back to square one and I'm going to trust you. Absolutely. And wow. so you have to know within yourself, it is a nagging feeling that says to you, this is your vision. Sometimes the closest person to you, you will explain it to them and they will not get it. But if you have that burning desire, I say power forward. And that it, and it, it catches, it, it's like fire. Mm -hmm. When you keep moving, people talk. Yes, they do. And some people <laughs> are bold enough to even come and meet you and tell you what you're doing is crap. Like, you know, you, you did this, you did, you, it doesn't make sense, why don't you? But when you focus and you have that, and that energy and passion, it's just so contagious. That before you know it, you start to see your tribe. That's it. That is it. You have to stay. Prove yourself. Yeah. And the right people will believe you in you. You start to see your yes. tribe. For me, in um, when I when I launched 
Adonia products in 2016. And I was beginning to think, okay, what's next? Yes, I have this beautiful business plan. I don't even know what I was doing when I was writing the business plan. But then I started to ask. That was when it dawned on me. I had the first fear. Like, okay, am I sure I want to commit time into this? And I sat down. You know, when you just launch a product, everybody's expecting for you to blast the product everywhere. Pressure. And you had this big event. It was my first event in Calgary. I don't even know how I got the whole full, but it was full. I call that grace. Amen. <laughs> I call that grace for um, people wealth. Mm-hmm. I have people wealth and I know, I, I, I know that for sure. And I know it's, it's grace. Then I, I only knew one person coming to Calgary. My time, <laughs> I had an event a year after the hall was full. And the one person I knew didn't even show up. Anyway, story for another day. <laughs> so um, I started to think, what, why am I doing makeup? No, you need to ask, you need to get, like you need to sit on the floor at times and just ask yourself, why? You have to have those conversations with yourself. So I started to ask, why am I doing makeup? Like, why am I spending so much money buying inventory? Why am I trying to convince people to wear makeup? Why? I just started to ask myself, what, what, what is this? Why do I want to leave my, my, my career that I already had so much experience in? I was a manager before I was 28 years old in a thriving oil and gas company. Why do I want to leave all of that and start from scratch and start to rebrand myself as a makeup artist? So people that know me in Calgary, know me as a makeup artist but people that knew me from the uk they're like no don't you was hiring and firing like she was this big girl <laughs> in the oil and gas industry so but then I I, I I i that was when i started to discover that even branding has to be intentional mm-hmm. it was very intentional for me to come into calgary as a makeup artist to build their Donya brand. It was very important for people not to be to be to be messed up in their mind that oh she's she's an engineer. Why is she doing it? You know, it was very, very it was an intentional yes. thing for me. And when I started to move out of makeup artistry, when I started to build the brand in a way that I have staff and all, I wanted to start building the business and remove myself from the business. I had people fight me as well. Like why are you, uh, you're my makeup artist. Well, I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, let my staff do it. She will you do even a better job. Um, I'm running more than two stores now and I need to move, move on. And, they, and, and people are literally fighting me because I want to scale my business because I don't want to do their makeup again. I'm like, it's not your fault. It's because I branded myself as a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Now I'm rebranding as an entrepreneur. And that's one of the hardest transitions too. With, you struggle with yourself. So you've built that clientele. And hands-on is such a personal, you know, know. it's just a person, it's so personal. And some people, to them, that's it. I know. For the rest of my life, Doina's going to do my makeup, Jules is going to do my hair. And it's like, we can't retire. But you have to understand that you have to announce yourself with your growth. You cannot speak it. You have to show it to say, you know what, I have a team that I'm building And I have a team that I trust. They're not who I am. But guess what? The brand that I am building, you can't trust your hair and your makeup and yourself. And you you can trust my brand. I I only have two hands and I can only do one client at a time. But if you allow me to announce the leadership I'm creating, you will realize that we're creating leaders. And so I've had to learn that. 
you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. And yeah, for people that care to listen, that's, that's, that's exactly what I tell them. I'm like, this brand will not grow beyond me if all I'm doing is, is this. Like, yes. And if you've been with me for a while, you, you will understand the vision. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to the story I was sharing. Um, wh- I started to ask, like, why am I doing makeup? I had so many other options. I had other things I could be doing. Why am I doing makeup? And that was the very first encounter I had with God. I wow. heard it clearly. He said, the makeup is only a platform. I want you and I need you to connect with women. I need you to connect these women to their unique and individual beauty. A lot of women are fearful. A lot of women don't think they are enough. I want you to speak life into them. And that was when Unmask Your Beauty community was born. Thank you. So... In that, and because I have witnessed some of the women who were your clients that you mentored, who grew, and now you're creating leaders for brands. Absolutely. You understand? And then when you started Adonia Collective, that's another branch that you were able to do. Because the thing is, the brand, you own a brand, but who you are speaks through everything that you do. Thank you. And, and, and being able to witness that and also, you know, collaborate with you and be a client also, I am truly, truly, truly blessed and honored to say congratulations. Thank because you. Because you, you're not done yet. Thank you so much. And Julie. seeing Collective. Collective, Adanya Collective is where there are some entrepreneurs who start their products and they're on such a small scale and you're looking to get known and get acknowledged for and, and just get noticed. And so Aldonia Collective is where you can have a shelf space. My goodness. Start with, you know, minimum overhead and build. And that is amazing. You know, for me, the definition of a miracle is the execution of a vision. You see something in your mind and then you see it live. The collective is something I didn't even know. I didn't even know, I I didn't know that was what it was called. But that is who I am. Community is the first, building community is the very first personal value that I have. I don't believe in eating alone, no matter how small. I agree. Now people may think, oh, she has arrived because of the community. No matter how small, as I say, I do not believe in eating alone. I agree. We better eat it together. And then we grow. And then we grow. Yes. And then we come up with ideas on how to get more. Yes. And, in, and expand. So even with my, when I opened my first store on Boat Trail, um, I had people come to me to say, oh, Doni, I would like to put some of my products here. That wasn't my plan. My plan, I had seen models that I wanted to run with. Models like Merle Norman, Carol Baker Visage, where you have your boutique studio mm-hmm. and you franchise it that had always been my dream and it is still my dream but you know what the way god wants to do yours even if you see a model that you're attracted to and you're inspired by and you're trying to build your brand around that model your own signature 
will still come out. That's it will correct. never be a copy and paste. That's true. Never. So I was just like, I want to franchise my company like Merle Norman. I like the idea of it. I like Carol Baker. You know, I started really researching the, those brands are on my business plan because those are, and they're, what I really like about them is Merle Norman is over 90 years old. Mm -hmm. So these are brands that have, they have stood the test of time. All other brands come, but if you enter a Marilyn Norman, you're going to try their makeup, try their skincare. And it's been around for 90 years. It shows that there's something good happening there. That's right. And by the time my values started, because your personal value is going, to, is going to show up in your business because your business is an extension of you. That's right. Of who you are. Mm -hmm. So... I couldn't say no to some of these brands. I'm like, yes, anything to help you as well. I remember one of my friends, you know, had um, a, a product that was completely different from a beauty product. And I would tell her to come into the store, you know, just regularly and meet up with clients. Maybe some of them may want to buy what she wants to buy. So Adonia Collective started right inside Adonia Beauty. I saw that. Right inside yes. Adonia Beauty. So even when we, had, we moved to Westbrook, at that point, um, when COVID hit in 2020, I started to coach people on how to start their own biz uh, beauty businesses. Because people don't even know, even things that I just learned saw on Google, private labeling. They don't people know think, how oh, to. Don't you, how do you make your products? I want to make my own skincare too. And I'm like, well, if you have a formula or if you, you know, you can learn from this website, that website. But for me, I know my strength. My strength is not in mixing products. Even if I know how to, I'm not going to sit there and do it. My strength is in sales and marketing. So I would rather work with a company that has a finished product that I like, which is private labeling. A lot of them. Yes. I, I coached about 10 to 12 women then that came into my course then. They knew nothing about private labeling. That's wonderful. It's all over Google. And then? And then I trained them. And then by the time they were done... They were like, okay, how do we sell? And then you give them different channels. But the easiest one, because a lot of them were beauty products, mm -hmm. was can we put our products in your store? Yep. And what did I do? We had two different sections, a whole section. I removed the Doyan products. And I just made sure we fit into one section. And I started to sell shelf spaces. And that was when Collective started. But I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was called Collective. I didn't know to call it collective because it was all beauty. And then later, other brands started coming. Oh, can you just pull my products behind? Because I know you, you have a way with your clients, you know, just help. And I started selling chin chin in a beauty store. I started selling spices. <laughs> I started selling, you know, those things were not out, out, was not out in the public. It was just behind. But yes. then while my client is waiting, I'm just like, oh, there's this chin chin I want you to try. They try, they're like, oh, I want to buy it. We have. There you go. And then I sell a box of chin chin for to them. I sell spices. I sell other things. And I'm like, this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> How are we going to, and I'm a, I'm a structure person because I've worked in corporate. I like to see sustainability mm -hmm. what's sustain that's not sustainable all those things are not going to sell if i'm not there that's true. my staff is not part of their job description to be selling all those things so how do we make this sustainable and that was when the idea of adonia collective came i'm like why can't we have a space where it's for black entrepreneurs or women entrepreneurs mm -hmm. i'm more i'm more into women women entrepreneurs most majority will be black that's true. Because I know that we are the ones that we don't even, you need to literally go and pick them from their houses. Like, come out. I've noticed that. Like, they, they're so, they, they would just think, oh no, it's just a little idea for my family. I'm like, come 
out. So I'm like, I see that problem. Mm -hmm. And we are going to create a platform for people to at least try out the business model. And what, what we want also um, hopeful entrepreneurs to do, or even you're not realizing, if you have at least a product that you're selling to your family and is working, come on out. Come you on know, out. Reach out and, yeah. you know, let's get you connected. And it was shocking because... I reached out, of course, I had my little community of people that were already in Adonia. And I'm like, let's leave Adonia as Adonia Beauty as Adonia Beauty. Mm -hmm. Let's go into the collective and make some noise. So I had maybe about six to eight women that were already on board. And before I knew it, by the time, within three to four weeks, we had gathered about, was it 32 entrepreneurs? There you go. And I, I, I got a space where I, um, the, the mall I was at the time, I just told them I needed a space temporarily, even if it's for three months. I just want to try out this idea, mm -hmm. just the idea of it. And within three months, we got so much press coverage. Wow. My goodness, almost every day, especially during Black History Month, I was getting an email. Can you get a few of your entrepreneurs to come and be interviewed? Can you get some of them had never been on the news before? They had never been interviewed before. And then I would just reach out. Oh, can I get four entrepreneurs today? Sorry, it's coming late. But yeah, that's, this is as quick because I could, I could get. And, and that was how it just started growing. And, and, you know, three months, after three months, before the end of the three months elapsed, because I only had a three-month lease with mm -hmm. them, for that space at that time, because they said the space was going to, to somebody else, but not, not yet. So I went, to, I went to another mall, and I was like, we just wanted to do a market, Black History Month market. So I'm like, okay. And then we got there and I'm like, this is a better mall. This even has more traffic. Why can't we even stay here? So at the end of three months, I ended my lease with the other mall. And then this other mall gave us a lease. And a fixed offer, Adonia Collective is born. And that was how we li literally, like, Adonia Collective will be won this weekend. I'm like, one. This was a business. Thank you. This was a business that I kicked off with. You know what? Uh, let's see let's see how it's gonna work and the fear i had was it's different if it's my own business because i know that i would do everything to make it work but mm -hmm. then this is a business where you're giving people six monthly contracts mm -hmm. and you're like you know what so you're making people you know commit to six months and after six months they can decide to leave or stay That's so right. that 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 does not help you have a a, a stable um um kind of picture especially with the overhead mm -hmm. you're not sure oh, after six months what if i don't have enough vendors how am i going to cover the cost so that crippled me for a bit like i'm like i don't even know if it's going to continue let me just focus on my doing beauty i don't even know and then when vendors start to leave after six months you're like now oh, what now jules people are on waiting lists that is amazing i'm the one telling myself I don't know if I want to open another brand because, and for me, that's the first business I would start without my money. If you understand what I mean. Yes. It's, everybody's money is literally paying for the rent yes. and paying for the staff. Yes. It's taking care of itself. And I'm like, this is it. This was the vision I saw. Doing the makeup. It was clear. The makeup is only a platform. Mm-hmm. That makeup platform is going to be there. That beauty platform I've given you. But look beyond the makeup, the beauty. Look, connect to the woman more. And it's not just that. There's a faith when you trust God. When you were talking earlier on about your, 
your idea for what you wanted for the franchise. Franchise is the word, yes. And yes, you've seen models as to, you know, okay, this is a good example. Thank you for that inspiration and motivation. So it's like that, you know, that picture on your fridge that says that's my goal. But then as you exercise your faith and you take one step forward, because we don't know what 10 steps forward is. All we know is I'm going to take this first step by faith. And God has unraveled his plan in that. And your vision, it, there's parts of your vision that are clear as, as to, I want a certain goal. But there's certain details about it that you discover because you did not, you did not envision Adonia Collective. Thank you. I could easily say anywhere that these are fresh insights from mm-hmm. God. That you just needed to take... This morning, I was still telling my husband, why didn't I just start with Adonia Collective? Uh, Life would no. have been easy. Um, I've, you know, I've spent so much money on Adonia <laughs> Beauty. Some months are profitable, some months are not. You know, I was just ranting. But... And it was like, that's... Adonia Beauty, that mm-hmm. was your stepping stone. But you had to have that journey. I had to. Never knock small beginnings. I had to. Yes. I had to. And now Adonia Beauty is a part of Adonia Collective. Mm-hmm. And I just see how, I don't even know, it, it's just a miracle. For me, Adonia is a miracle. And that's why I say, whether I stop doing makeup or I continue doing makeup or whatever, Adonia remains. is a legacy for me. It's just, for me, it's proof that God exists. Amen. And that he talks to us. We're still missing something. We haven't talked about the conferences. <laughs> and let's talk about the last conference. Oh, my I, goodness. I, this was my third conference attending. And um, it was an absolute honor being a guest as a panelist on there. You were terrific, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, but seeing, seeing, being, learning, embracing, you know, there are parts of your life that just as a person, if you don't allow, you have to allow a certain freedom of your, you know, not everything you're in control of. But there, you have to allow a mental freedom so you can embrace, learn, and look around and then just take it in. And I've been able to watch you do your thing in, while I'm doing my own thing. You know, one doesn't distract from the other. One inspires Absolutely. the other. And we look around and that's why we ain't got time for envy. No. We going, we going. No you time. grow, You're I so grow, busy. we put together. You're so focused. The woman is busy. That's it. But in, in with being busy individually, you have to understand it's not about self. Thank the focus you. is within self. Ooh. This here is a simple vessel of God. It has been through trials, every single one of us. It has been whooped. It has been licked. It has been picked up and beaten down again in different aspects and areas. But when you allow faith, no matter what, no matter who, and you just relentlessly, you know, you're you're like, I'm going to, there's something in me that's saying, get up. And you get up and we're witnesses. We're, our lives are testimonies of just getting up. And we're not done getting up yet. Don't think for one second that there isn't something beating us down right now. You get up in spite of it. When we were talking about fear, 
one of my fears was I was afraid of the size of the ideas I had. Mm. I'm sure you've had some of those moments. Of You're sitting course. there and you're thinking, Are you, you gotta be kidding me. Me do this. You, you, you see the future and you're like, you don't even know how you're going to get there. You know what? I'm just going to focus on what I see in front of me right now. Thank you. <laughs> I'm even afraid to lift my foot because I'm afraid where it's going to land. <laughs> but seeing the conference, the conference, last conference was sold out. And I remember you saying we had to downsize the tables just so we can incorporate for the, uh, to be able to have some of the entrepreneurs yeah. for the yeah, vendors. vendors. Yeah. To yeah. be at that point, yeah. that is upscaling. And to be already advertising for 2024, congratulations. Thank you. Tell us about, you know, just that, that scaling level right there. So, Unmask Your Beauty Conference for me is, is that thing that ties everything that I do together. Because I've had people ask me, uh, like somebody really asked me genuinely one time, oh, well, we don't even know, are you a makeup artist? Are you an image consultant? And then you're doing a conference? Are you a non-profit organization? Are you, you know? And then, I, and then I remember telling her, whenever you think about me, just know that I'm on a mission to invest in the dream of girls and in the strength of women. That's it. I can do that through any expression. You cannot box me. So forget it. You, if you don't think I'm a makeup artist, and if you don't think my makeup artist can do, can do the job, go to another makeup artist. Like, those things don't bother me. I'm here to build a brand. I'm not, self, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not a self-employed person. I, I, I'm building a brand here. That's it. So if you don't get it, forget about it. <laughs> I think a lot of people are confused with, I am the brand. Yeah. We are not brands. Yeah. We own brands. Yeah. We're building yeah. brands. Absolutely. And so when you see yourself not limited to a yeah. brand, yeah. you could have different brands. Thank you. Anyway, so back to the conference. So the first conference happened in 2016 when I launched Adonia Beauty Products. And I didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't called a conference. It was called um, Adoya Beauty Product Launch, themed on Masked Beauty. Because that name just came, came when I was thinking, why am I even doing all of these? And to help women unmask their beauty, that, mean, that, that name on Masked Beauty, didn't even, I didn't understand the full depth of the meaning. But one thing I knew that I, I, I was about was I didn't want there to be a, a specific standard to beauty. So you know how you would go to Model Miami and all of these fancy brands or modeling agencies to get models that have been trained to walk a certain way, to look a certain way. That's the signature. And bring them. I didn't want to do that. So I told, so a few makeup artists helped me on the day and I told them, we're just going to pick people that came for the conference, pick them. And they're the ones that are going to walk the runway to showcase our makeup. Nice. Like anyone you feel like picking, pick everybody is beautiful. So on that day, people were made up. So it wasn't like some models were planned. Just in the crowd, people were made up. And they walked the wrong way and we asked them what beauty meant to them. And people said different things. Beauty means confidence. Beauty means this. Beauty means that. And I remember there was a lady in a hijab and she said she had never felt that confident before. Even on her wedding day, she was all covered up and she couldn't look up. And after the conference, yes, we did sell some product, but... After the conference, the email I got was, the emails I got from people was, I really love that program. It wasn't even called a conference. It was just a launch, a product launch. Mm -hmm. But for people, what lingered on for people were not the products. 
It was the messaging. It was the impact. Like after the conference, I just feel like doing more. Um, I'm so inspired. I'm so, and I'm like, that was when I started to, I started to write those things down. I feel so uplifted. I feel so, and I started to gather the things. And that was whether, if you go to my website, say we have four pillars. We uplift women. We inspire women, right? We educate women. So all of those things I got from what people were saying. And that was when I said, it got me thinking. I went into a hole, like, I got so scared. I'm like, what is this? I just wanted to launch a product. I just wanted people to buy my product. Now people are saying something else. I don't even understand. What, what's this thing people are saying? Like, you really inspire me. I, I, I really, like, can, I, can you mentor? I'm like, mentor what? I, I'm, I'm only, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing. My plate is full. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> and that was when I started to ask God, God, why am I doing makeup? Like, what is this? What is this you're putting in my hands? I don't even understand what I'm doing again. And that was when it occurred to me. Yes, I put this interest in you for a reason. I had to ask because I have so many other skills. I could be making so much money as at that time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I put, this, I put this interest in you and this passion in you because... It is a platform to easily connect with women. And as you know, Jules, you're a hairstylist. You know how vulnerable women can be when they're in your chair. Yes. I've connected with hundreds of women in Calgary. And it seems, oh, people call me doing mayor of Calgary. You know so many people. And not just knowing, I connect with it's people. True. We you don't do. have to be five and six. But when we see, we connect. We know. We know ourselves. Oh, yes. So... And God said, connect with these women. Bring out the beauty that they don't even think they have. Bring it out. So you're not only painting faces, girl. You're painting hearts. You're painting hearts. hearts. That's right. It was clear. And, it's, and I was like, so how do I do this? I don't even know. Uh, this one that we're unmasking. We're saying people should unmask their beauties. Makeup, not masking. And God said, change the names of your lipsticks. At that time, I, you know, I just Googled lipstick names when I was naming my mm -hmm. lipsticks. When I first launched, Scandalous. Ruby red and all. <laughs> I didn't really care. And then God said, change the names of, of, of those lipsticks. What was the change first name them. you changed? At that time, when he said change the name of your lipsticks, I sat down there mm -hmm. and I wrote 72 words. I am beautiful. I am unique. There I am um, 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 inner truth, magnificent, unmasked beauty. And I started writing right there. It was, it, it was inspirational. Today, People buy my lipsticks for their seminars, for conferences, for women, anything that has to do with women. Anywhere I share my story, people just come back and buy the lipstick that they want to use it as souvenirs because of the names they carry. They don't care if the lipstick is good or not. And that's why I'm like, my business <laughs> has nothing to do with the product. No, it doesn't. Like, I, I, and, I, and I say it, so, so it didn't make sense to me when all of this was happening. So about that time, I started reading a lot of leadership books. And I read this book, Start With Why. And he said, Simon Sinek said, you cannot compete based on products, based on quality. And, based, and he wrote all of these criteria that people usually compete with. Mm -hmm. He said, because somebody will come. He said, based on product, based on based on." product quality based on price and based on all of these criteria. He said, because somebody else will come that is cheaper than you. That's true. Or that, that, that has better quality. Mm -hmm. And then, and then you, you are, you are really making it maybe in the two thousands. And then by the time you enter, or maybe in the nineties mm -hmm. and then you enter 2000 and then somebody, somebody easily crashes you. He said, businesses that are built to last. Yes. Focus on their why. And that is the impact. 
It was powerful. Those things changed the way I run my business and the way I still run my business. So you won't find me doing, you won't, you won't, you won't see me competing. He said, you can't compete based on that. Your competition is you. You, you, you. Your vision, your why is what you put behind that product. And he had so many examples to give. He said, look at Apple. Apple is there to disrupt the industry. Like they're not doing anything new. Apple did not come up with any new product like, oh, they're the first people to come up with computer. No. No. Or they're the first people to... He said, Apple came up with computers, phones. If Apple enters into the automobile industry, they're also going to do well. Because people are now used to the fact that Apple is here to disrupt the status quo. Yes, there is Coke. Let there be Pepsi. Do you understand? Yep. So Apple, Apple is more of a Pepsi wannabe. Like, yes, there is something people like, but here we are. There's like, some, there's like we're for Thank you. We're disrupting the status quo. Mm-hmm. And then they come with their own excellent product yes. as well. Right? So I read that and it completely just um, um, really helped me to understand what God has been trying to teach me with my brand. That it's not about, because, you know, there's so many companies doing products and, you know, I mean, I would only put out products that I can wear, that mm-hmm. I know are quality. And then I'm just like, what's even, what's even different in what I'm doing? God said, you are the one that is different. That's right. You are the one that has an assignment that I want you to use this platform to deliver. That's it. So people are wearing my lipsticks and they're so happy. Oh, I'm wearing inner truth. Oh, I'm wearing desire. Oh, I'm wearing magnificence. I feel so. Somebody really sent out, sent me a message and said, Doye, I'm at one of the lowest periods of my life, lowest seasons of my life. And um, your lipsticks are what's keeping me. I look at them and I'm like, I'm worthy. I am worthy. There is a, I have... (laughs) I got a gift from the last um, conference. Okay. And then I turned over and read the name of the box. I don't remember that one, but I have a few of them. And I kept the box. Mm. You know how we normally just get the lipstick, yeah. toss out the packaging? Yeah. I kept the box because of the name on it. So mm. I, can, I personally can testify to that. Because no matter how driven you are, no matter how focused you are, no matter where you reach in your life, Inspiration and a reminder to be inspired Goodness. is always, always, you know, needed. And when you're talking about it and I, all I can see is that box that's sitting there and I kept the box just so I can see the name continuously right there. You know, it, it, there are all these little reminders. They create anthems for our lives. So wherever Absolutely. we're at, you know, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story and just, you know, helping us to see you truly this was just it's so insightful there's um with leadership there is one other thing i want to touch on and there's such a misconception of being a boss you know and some people they get they get to grow but an arrogance comes with it Mm. and so many people i've heard a lot of people be afraid to grow because You know, they don't want to be arrogant and they think bosses are arrogant, not realizing that humility is key. Mm. You understand? And humility is not something you you just pick up. It has to be a part of who you are. It has to be 
how you see life and how you see people. Absolutely. Tell us your, you know, your balance of just ensuring that arrogance is not part of your journey and that how do you tell, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, how to recognize confidence versus mm. arrogance? Mm. Yeah, so I, I totally hear, hear, hear what you're saying, but I think it starts with understanding that Leadership is not about you. Like you need to, you need to die to self. It's a responsibility to serve. That's correct. You need to serve. When you serve, even your staff, people that are sick, they would, because they know that you, you, it's, it's, it's not about you. It's about that vision. We're all trying to work towards, you know, um, 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 executing that vision. Mm -hmm. So you're pointing them to that vision and not yourself. It's not about people worshiping you. And let me tell you, good leaders, that is how they operate. That's correct. People have often asked me, how do you always sell out on your conferences and things? And I'm like, because it's not about me. I said, there are so many, it's, it's about giving people platform to shine their light. It was very clear when I heard that. So I cannot be there every year sharing the Adonia story or telling people to breathe, telling people when there are other people that I know are equipped to do that. And that's what makes it successful because everyone goes up there on stage as a leader. So it's not about Adonia. It's not about me. I don't have to be the keynote speaker every year. Same thing and not just the conference, same thing as everything that we do. Like we have clients, I don't have to be the one to always, always attend to you. Mm -hmm. There are other people that we're trying to bring up so that their lights can shine and they can be confident as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's, it's really about understanding the vision and understanding that people are like the biggest resources you need in executing a vision. That's correct. Now, how do you become a people person? How do you, how do you mobilize people? How are you able to share your vision and people, are, people run with it? People often ask me. And I'm like, because you make them part of the vision. That's right. They are part of the vision. I tell people, you are a doya. You are a doya. I am a doya. I am a woman that wants to better their lives. Mm -hmm. I am a woman that wants to be empowered. You are as well. So you, so everybody finds their place in a doing. If you don't come for makeup, you buy the product, don't buy the product at the conference. Everybody finds their place. That's right. So it's really about understanding how to add value to people. That way you become a value magnet and you start to also attract value That's in true. terms of people, wealth, um, financial wealth and a lot of people also focus on just the money not understanding that a lot of times it's the people that bring the money so people wealth is even bigger than money because when you have that money is only, a, only an outcome it's a result it's gonna come so why don't you focus on building people why don't you focus on adding value to people thank you Adonia so eloquently put Thank you for joining me today. This Thank was, you. I really enjoyed, I always enjoy talking to you. I know. Um, so we wish you well. Thank you. Blessings. And just all of us can just keep growing and realizing 
Some are created with visions mm. that help others see their visions. Mm. It's not about self. Absolutely. There's no, there's no purpose without God. Nah. And so once we keep that focus, mm. we will all excel. Mm. Thank you. Thank you again Thank for you. joining me today. And don't forget to share. Tell your friends about us, Vibing with Jules. It was an honor having you join us on this episode. We will see you next time. And don't forget, excel with us or get out of our way. <laughs> see you next time. Love that. <laughs>